Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Texas Running Radio. Thank you so much for joining us here this fine day. Uh, you know, you probably thought that we weren't going to have a Texas Running Radio episode this weekend because of the holiday, but we just pushed it back a day. You know, don't fret. We are still here. Um, you know, and we were out at the South Lake Carroll Invitational this past weekend. Um, we saw several performances there that went down, lots of big times. I think there was 69, uh, so almost 70 national elite performances run at that race. Huge, awesome performances. We have all the race videos, all the photos, uh, tons of great stuff on our website. Don't forget to check that out and hit that up. We'll start right off with Paige Hofstead running U.S. number one for 5K at that South Lakes Invitational. Uh, it was an impressive time. I mean, for her first ba- first race back, coming back from an injury, she only ran, I think it was two or three races before that. Um, you know, So this is her second or third race. It, it's just impressive to see her come back in such a strong, dominating fashion. Um, and we all know she she ran very well both Foot Locker and NXN finals last year out there at South Lake. We also saw you know some other pretty awesome performances. The uh, Ursuline Academy girls JV team they had a perfect score at their meet. You know David Strom got the win running fifteen oh five, which is U.S. number four. There was great performances other places across the state too, including Matthew Kearney. He got first uh, at the. Austin ISD Invitational running 1534. He's U.S. number two for sophomore. Uh, that's pretty crazy. He's won his last uh, two major meets. I know we saw him at Dripping Springs Invite. Definitely uh, it was a power and a force to be reckoned with there. Another team that ran a great race was Georgetown High. Their team put first at the ProFit XC Invitational. They had a perfect score. And Canyon Boys Varsity team, they also had a perfect score at the Perkins Cross Country Meet. So that's three perfect scores if you count the Ursulon girls, JV, uh, and of course we'll count them. That was a great performance there. Um, so all across the state, just great times being run. And, you know, a team that has been running very solidly, uh, both boys and girls, they took second at the Woodlands Invitational two weekends ago. Uh, the girls took third this weekend at the Seven Lakes Showcase, and the guys took second this weekend at the Seven Lakes Showcase, and that's, that's Cinco Ranch out there in the Houston area. Um, and, you know, this week we got a chance to talk to Coach Dana Mathis from Cinco Ranch. She gave us a little bit of insight into training and their philosophy over there and what they're looking to achieve this season. So uh, here's our here's our discussion with Coach Mathis. Hello. Hi, Coach Mathis. Hi. Hi, this is Brian. Thanks for being on uh, Texas Running Radio here with us. Oh, no problem. Um, you know, so obviously, I mean, your team had some pretty impress- impressive performances this past weekend, both the guys and the girls, um, you know, but I guess I want to start off a little bit with talking just about how they've gotten this far. You know, what, what's kind of been some of the, the summer training and training that your teams have done up to this point? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we kind of trained all summer um, and we just kind of tried to lay down a good base, um, kind of averaging like 50 or so miles a week, 45 to 50 miles a week, um, boy and girl wise. Um, and... I mean, the best thing is they kind of show, they showed up every day. I mean, we went six days a week, and um, they were there every single day kind of working hard and, and, and knowing their goals and wanting to improve upon what they did last year. So awesome. they kinda, they're kind of been working on it. Awesome. Any, is there any kind of big summer camps or any kind of camps that you guys do um, to train in the summer? Um, I mean, uh, Coach Beasley has a camp, uh, and then I kind of work it. But the kids can um, kind of go to whatever kind of camps that interest them. Um, they usually kind of try to go together. Um, the girls this year went to a Corpus Christi one, and then um, the boys went to one in Colorado. So it was pretty neat. 
Awesome. What what experiences there do you think that they got from those camps um, that kind of helped them out this summer? Um, well, I like to hope that they taught them everything we said, and <laughs> 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 so, so that they they believe us. But um, there again, it's it's just kind of a different perspective at all camps you go to. I mean, obviously the camp that the boys went to in Colorado, there was a lot of different um, altitude issues and and things that were different that hopefully they learned from. And then at the Corpus Christi camp, they just were around a bunch of kids they probably weren't usually around and and kind of people in running that they're not usually around. So I'm sure they got good advice and 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 they brought it back. So I thought it was good. Awesome, definitely. Um, and you know, is there any big staple summer workouts that you guys have that you do to prepare them? I mean, really, summer-wise, we just go for, for distance and strength training. Um, we kind of halfway through the summer, we'll add in a couple of kind of different speeds or, or kind of like mile repeats or 1,000 repeats, um, you know, just to kind of get them, get them going right before the season starts. Gotcha, yeah. And, you know, the, the season did start a few weeks ago there, and you guys were out at the Woodlands Invitational. Um, you know, both teams had really strong finishes there. Uh, talk to me about what that that race was like, what that atmosphere was, I guess, to start out. Um, well, that atmosphere was awesome because the week before um, we were at Cy Woods and it was really, really hot and humid and Texas weather. Um, and then coming to Friday Night Lights, it's nighttime. Um, you know, the lights are all shining down on you. There's, you know, 200 to 250 kids there all kind of running and wanting the same thing. Uh, and it's just kind of a really big, monstrous, awesome thing for the kid to be part of. Um, so I thought I thought the atmosphere, the atmosphere was great, and it kind of got him up to run, which which was really nice, both boys and girl wise, for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and both teams had strong finishes there. Both teams were second. Um, yeah. You know, how did that kind of you know kicking off the season? How did that kind of get them into the kind of groove or mood? You know, what was the feeling after that victory? Or, you know, the second place? Uh, well, I mean, it's always kind of has a twofold because they always have it in their mind that they want to do their very best and they hope that's, that's to win. And so it kind of leaves them hungry for kind of the next meet to kind of build upon that second place finish. But at the same time, it definitely gives them um, kind of, you know, the win over some people that they wanted to beat. And um, it kind of pushes them towards kind of continuing and, and, and giving them that kind of base for, for future races for sure. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I see that on the girls' side, there is kind of a, a little bit of a younger squad. Um, yes. You know, how did that maybe impact them by getting a second place so early? And, you know, how is it training and coaching that young of a squad? Right. Um, well, it's kind of my same – it's actually my same squad from last year um, pretty much. We've got, you know, three sophomores and, and juniors um, going at it and – I mean, they're still working on kinks and still working things through. Um, and second place for them, um, they have really high expectations for themselves. Um, it's actually had to cause me to even raise mine higher than theirs um, so that they have something to work towards for me. Um, and second place was awesome and uh, exhilarating for them. But at the same time, they, they still want to go for that, number one. Um, they still are looking ahead to the meet that are, are far away, like district and, and hopefully regionals and, and even state at this point, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, you know, with the young squad and, and Reagan kind of here stepped up, uh, you know, she won last weekend, it was fourth at the Woodlands. Um, you know, how has she kind of stepped into a role as maybe a leader of the team? Um, definitely just leading by example as far as how hard she works during the week and workouts. Um, 
she comes in, you know, number one, number two, every, every workout that we do and every run that we do. And I think the other girls see that and she doesn't necessarily have to say anything. It's just kind of her work ethic and, and it kind of just follows um, all the girls. They're all really close. Um, they all support each other greatly. And I think that's, that's one of the things that helps us be successful is how close our team is and how well they want each other to do no matter what. Definitely. And, um, you know, moving into this, this, pa- this past weekend where you guys were at the Seven Lakes Showcase there, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but was that, that was your first 5K of the, of the cross-country season, first full 5K? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so what is it for your team there to get that full 5K under their belts and kind um, of start racing? That was really, really nice. That first 5K is always kind of – it's not that you dread it, but you know that it's got, there's got to be a first one and you want it to be, to be good so that you can continue to kind of build upon that. Um, you want it to be kind of your hardest race. Um, and they really did that. I mean, most of, most of the team, I mean, they, I was looking at last week's and our, our, our two mile results. And when you can run a 5k at kind of the same pace that you're running two miles, I mean, that's not, that's nothing to kind of laugh about. So they I mean, they were pretty excited. They're just going to keep working and keep trying to decrease those times for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, exciting thing there, especially with such a young squad and, yeah. um, you know, Looking into the future here with the girls' side, uh, we'll focus on them for right now. What what are some of their goals and their hopes for this season? Um, you know, starting off so well, especially. Yeah, well, they just kind of take things week by week. Um, they like to get more ahead than I do, of course. <laughs> uh, and their their main goals have always been to better themselves individually, to better their team. Um, and district wise, they again want to be repeat district champs. Um, and they want to go back to regionals and, and kind of be regional champs again. And they know that it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of work um, to get that done. And then with their finish last year at state being um, fifth, they kind of want, they want to work harder. They want to get on the podium. They want to show kind of what they can do. And, and I completely respect that. And they're going to work hard to get that done and accomplish those things that they want. Definitely. And, you know, I, I've looked at the results from the Seven Lakes meet especially, and you have the two front runners with uh, Reagan and Michaela. And uh, Megan Hopper. Megan, sorry, yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, looking at that, after that, you still have a, a solid pack that's right back there, just a little ways off of them. And, you know, they only have a 20-second gap or so. You know, how is – do you train that way to train with them all in a pack? Or how do you, how do you try to tell them to go out in races and what's their race strategy that they give them? I do. Absolutely. Um, and you know, there's reasons behind it and some of it's just them. They want to make sure that everybody is together and everybody is being successful. So if someone gets passed, they bring them with them. You know, they, they want to be in that pack. And, and I kind of want that too. Um, if you're able to run in a pack and I'd like for that gap to be closed a little bit more. Um, but if you can do that, it's, it kind of throws off everybody else's kind of running strategy because there's no way to get in between you and they're not going to, be as confident probably to get in between, you know, four girls that are all running together versus if there's only like one or two. Um, and so we kind of do strategize that way, but mostly they just want to make sure their team's behind them and, and they're there to push each other for, for the whole race. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, obviously we all know in cross country, it's a huge team sport and having that pack there is always a a great thing to be able to run with your team and see them around you in a race. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess switching things over now to kind of the guy's side, um, you know, Nathan obviously sticks out. Um, he's he's far, far and above, uh, you know, lots of his competition and things. 
and he's gotten first in the past two races. Can you talk to me a little about his training and how things have been going on the guy's side? Yeah, he's actually um, got first in his last three races. Three races. Um, he also won at Cy Woods, our first, um, our first, our first meet. Um, he is a great kid. Um, he works really hard. Uh, he's definitely a great leader for the team as far as verbally and you know non-verbally, just running and and his work ethic. Um, he's definitely a huge asset to to the team, um, and he's just going to continue to be that. Definitely, and you know, it's a little a little different on the guys' side than on the girls because uh, you know I see there is there is a lot of senior leadership and a lot of seniors. Mm-hmm. So how have these the senior guys maybe taken some of the younger guys under their wing and kind of shown them here's what we need to do to build up this program and be, um, you know, continue to have success in the future? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there is a lot of senior kind of a lot of seniors that are up there. I mean, Robert Lee has been in kind of the top ten finishes for all um, the meets that we've been at. Um, we've got, you know, Cole Henry being a senior and Alex May, um, they are, I mean, they're, they're the kind of go-to guys and they're the ones that are, are kind of there to set those younger guys up to make them run the way that they do. Um, and I think that's always a good thing. Senior leadership is always something, you know, freshmen and sophomores and, and even juniors, um, at some time need. So I think that's a, it's a huge asset to the boys team for sure. Definitely. Um, and, you know, obviously the guy side, I'm sure there's probably just as steep of goals. Can you talk, talk to us a little bit about those goals and what the guys are kind of looking to do this season? Well, as far as goals, Coach Beasley would probably be kind of a better person <laughs> to ask about that. But, I mean, I know that for the last few seasons they have been going to state. They, they would like to obviously continue that and increase, you know, um, the place that they get. Um, District-wise, you know, our district is so tough, boys and girls' side. Um, there's never kind of any guarantee about what you're going to do after district. Um, so I know that they're focusing on district, and, and we're always going for, for that win as far as Cinco Ranch goes. So um, I'm assuming that is a probably pretty big goal there as well. Definitely. And, you know, you, you touched on a little bit. I was going to ask the Mike's question actually leads right into that, is the competition out there in Houston. Um, you know, I haven't made my way out there yet, um, but I do know that the Woodlands and um, Kingwood – you know, great teams like that, you know, how is it to compete with them week in and week out, those, those teams, and to help push your team especially to get, you know, better? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I think it's great. Um, in our district alone, it, you know, in some districts you can have, you can just assume that you're going to go to regionals. You know, there's like maybe one or two really good teams, um, and then you have a shot. But as far as KDISD goes, I mean, we're all competitive, and, you know, at any given day, anything can happen. So we just have to train every week and you have Kingwood and the Woodlands and, you know, those other Houston ISD teams that are also really strong. Um, and you're running against them every week and, you know, you're trading places or, um, you're consistently beating them. But at the same time, you know, you have to, I mean, that district and that regionals and, and, and that state is what really matters. So you have to keep kind of your eye on the prize, um, and kind of just keep training and keep working and doing what you're doing. Definitely. And, you know, speaking of training, you know, what's that going to look like uh, going forward? And what are some of the bigger meets that you're going to look to hit, um, you know, on your way to districts, regionals and, and states? Right. Um, well, right now we're still kind of in in kind of middle of the season. So we're still doing kind of a lot of distance and strength training workouts. 
Um, but eventually as the season goes on, we'll kind of transition into kind of more speed workouts and, and workouts that are conditioned to getting us at our fastest, you know, at districts, regionals, and state. Um, uh, Meat-wise, as, as far as that goes, you know, we're going to we, – we always like to go to Burnham Hellacious just because of the hills, and it, it's kind of a good meet to go to. Plus, we get blue ball ice cream afterwards. <laughs> uh, and um, we're going to go – the boys uh, have a kind of meet with Stratford that they do a dual meet with them, and um, the girls go to the strike meet that's at the district course. Um, so we're, we're going to hit some pretty, pretty good meets um, as far as competition goes in order to kind of get ourselves going. In this area, you can't really go to a bad meet. Um, the competition is, is pretty solid everywhere you go. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely in that area, there's some great teams. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, what are some of the, I guess you said you're going to get into speed work. I know back when I was in high school, we did like some crazy 400 repeats. Um, and, and even in college, we did some things like that. Is there any specific workouts that you guys do every year that's like before districts, we do this, before regionals, we do this, you know, that gets you? Um, there's not really kind of changes. It depends on. Some of that depends on, you know, the way your team is running. We definitely do have 400 repeats that go on. Um, when it gets closer, we'll have some even 200 repeats that go on probably. Um, it just kind of depends on how we're racing and how it leads up to it and how fast we're actually going um, and what we need to do um, for sure. But, yeah, I, I see repeats in their future. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Well, um, you know, thank you so much for being on um, with us today. Is is there anything else that you'd like to add about your season, about the training that's been happening um, over there at Cinco? Um, no, I mean, I think we've been working hard and, and we're getting the results that we need and kind of continuing on. Just we're going to work hard and, and work on our goals, and hopefully that will be what we need to do to accomplish them for sure. Definitely. Definitely keep that hard work up over there. Uh, thank you so much again for, for talking with us and coming on the show today. Um, it was great to talk to you. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. And again, thank you, Coach Mathis from Cinco Ranch, for being on the podcast here with us today, uh, Texas Running Radio. Uh, it was great to have you on. Great to find out a little bit about the training and you know what's going on out there in the Houston area. Um, you know, and again, we are heading out to Houston this weekend. I will be there for my first time going to Houston. I'm pretty excited to see some of the great teams race out there at the Region 3 and Southland Conference XC Preview. It's going to be exciting. I'm going to be joined by our great contributor, Will Grundy. He'll be with me. We'll be getting race videos, pictures, interviews with the athletes, and hopefully some coaches. We'll also be live tweeting the race. Um, so be sure to follow us on Twitter. And, you know, like us on Facebook, all those great things for all the great coverage. You know, TX Mile Split on Twitter. We tweet out some great pictures during the race. And after the race, we got all the results and everything there for you. So thank you very much for joining us this week. And hopefully we'll see you out there on the course.